everybody, and welcome back to episode 23 of the pre-production meeting. I am your co-host, Josh Urquhart. And as always, he is joined by Austin Scott. Austin, welcome back to the studio, my friend. It is uh, good to be back in this beautiful place. Um, we have not been fucked around this week, yeah. uh, thank goodness. But how are you this week, my friend? I'm good. Some things are in motion that I'm happy about, which yeah. I'll get into in the progress. But, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. you know, things kind of were dormant. For a little bit, yeah. but, you know, things are moving now. Mm-hmm. Things have happened that I'm happy about. Get all into it in the progress, but things have been good. What you about know, yourself? You, you kind of expect that in post-production, mm-hmm. you know, because you're relying on a lot of people, you know, half the work for directors and stuff come in pre-production. Yes. You know, and on production. Post-production is kind of out of your hand. you got to entrust it exactly. you know, with other people. And before even I start talking about mine, how are you finding that? Like entrusting, I, I know we've had to entrust a lot of people with a lot of different things. How are you finding that having, you know, you know, relying on other people to get the work done in um, post-production. Be honest. Yeah, no, it's good. Like, I'm a very, like, as you know, I know person. Yeah. Like, I don't chase things when I should and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Like, I'm always about, you know, you know, let's get to it when we get to it kind of thing. But, like, yeah. at the same time, there's give and take. And, like, the people that are working on things now, they know that. So, yeah. um, you know, I respect them. They respect me. It's fine. Like, everything's good and stuff like that. And in terms of, like leaving it in someone else's hand. It's kind of like I said it way back in pre-production when yep. things like I was doing stuff, but then things that I was doing were then out of my hands. I felt like I wasn't doing anything. Like I felt like yeah. I wasn't contributing. So now yeah. I'm back in that boat. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like it's beyond my control to a of degree, course. but mm-hmm. I, I'm handling it quite well. That's it's, good. um, you know, I'm staying positive about it all. It's, um, Did you say you're staying positive. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's gonna make a great father one day great father oh. um but no, no no i'm handling it quite well um you know things are moving now yeah, um man. some important meetings yeah. are about to happen man, so you've told me some exciting stuff this so i'll uh, get into it for you lovely people in the progress but yeah will. it's all going quite well that's so good man i'm glad and um you flip know that script yeah what about yourself how's your my friend two weeks i should say <laughs> yeah that's right two weeks it's been two weeks yeah Insane. Yep. Like I'm so keen to hear about much it. stuff and I think, you know, there will be quite a bit of exciting little exciting juice to hear exciting in the progress. Juice. So hope you guys stick around because how this is gonna go, as per usual, this podcast is following myself and Austin's journey throughout the conception and execution of our next two films. Austin's currently in post production of his. I'm still in pre production of I'm mine. in like a weird phase. It's like post pre. Yeah, pre pre post <laughs> pre post pre post production. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's exciting though. It's exciting yeah. nonetheless. And um, you know, it's um, I forgot my train of thought. I lost my train of thought. No, well, like so. you were saying that our journeys, this podcast. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the how this is going to go today, as per usual. You know, have a little chat before we get into the wrap up of the week, where we talk about things that we've seen, some recommendations, um, and then we'll get into progress, and then uh, we have a little discussion. That you guys might want to stick around for it. I'm end. keen to get into. I, that. I am keen as well. You know, because um, I have some. Like, I think you'll be quite excited to hear. Yes, things I have to I, say. I, so. I, I think so too. From <laughs> our little conversation, what we're going to talk about. So stick around for it. Um, but yeah, dude, my week this week has been. Sorry, my last two weeks have been crazy busy, and you know, I'm. I think I'm handling it quite well. So Good. I'm not being burnt out or anything. I'm still having time to just relax and stuff. My mind is racing 24-7 just because it's so exciting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I'm not handling the work 
right? You know, I'm keeping mentally sane, mentally healthy. You know, I'm seeing my therapist to keep me, you know, just mentally strong. I'm working out to keep myself physically strong. And I feel like, you know, especially in this industry, when things are moving a thousand miles an hour, you got to be, you know, keeping yourself fit and healthy mentally and physically. So I think I'm doing that. I know you're doing that as well. And, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, you said I was going to be a good father, but I'm pretty sure... You are going to be a father uh, soon. Let's just, like, real just quick, let's bring those down. Me and my girlfriend, yes. we have taken the next step in our relationship mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we have bought ourselves a little puppy. Wow. Oh, no. Where's on, the applause? No, Come on, give the applause. I could fuck this up. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, no. we go. So what that- <laughs> The crowd love it. It's um, yeah. It's been a while in the making. Um, Ever since we moved out- <laughs> Is that the right terminology? Yeah, yeah, let's just say it. We say things here on the podcast. Don't know if it makes sense, but it makes sense (laughs) in my head. So, um, for the longest time since Beth and I moved out, we have wanted a puppy, Um, a little golden retriever. Oh my god, stop! (laughs) I fucking love golden retrievers, Um, man. So we've wanted a golden retriever for the longest time, but when we moved out into a granny flat, the landlords didn't allow dogs yep, yep. because their dog was quite aggressive and yep. then you know did disrupt the peace and then sure. it just wouldn't be a peaceful household so we were like let's wait till we move out we then bought our apartment and it's we made sure it was dog friendly and so we wanted to be in a position where we could get a puppy and things have just worked out yeah and yeah we pick up little lenny this week little lenny very excited to oh, uh cool. bring him to his forever home um, Shut the fuck <laughs> up, bro. That is... Oh, my fucking hamstring. Yeah, you... Just having, it's karma, bro. Um, Don't ever make <laughs> That's ridiculous, man. Stain positive over here. Shut you, your mouth. <laughs> we're on fire, yeah. bro. We're um, on fire. No, no, no. Keen to bring him home and yeah, like man. just start living life amongst alongside a little furry, furry little dude. When are you thinking of getting his first camera? <laughs> his first camera? Yeah, yeah. You're going to like... Put him into that like lane of life. Oh, become a film. <laughs> film Absolutely, it'll be a point yeah. in time where we. I'm gonna watch Airbud with him. See mm. if I can inspire some basketball dreams. Maybe Marley and me. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. We're avoiding that. No, 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 no. We're a not dog's life. That. Is that Maybe. even a movie? You've never seen a dog's life. Are you talking about Dog's Purpose? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bolt. Bolts, um, yes, yeah. <laughs> get him to be a superhero. But no, me and Beth were super really dog, excited. Underdog. Underdog, underdog. that's oh. the one. Uh, DC Super League. Of, what, what is it? Yeah, Super Pets of League. No, Super Pets. <laughs> DC League of Super League Pets. League of Super Pets, that's <laughs> it. We got there eventually. But no, yeah, so we're really excited. Um, he already has an Instagram. Um, yeah, and where can um, they find him? Lenny and his Golden Adventures oh, on Instagram. Oh, um, <clears> so, yeah. Yeah, we're just keen. We're, we've prepped the absolute shit out of the apartment. He's got everything. It's literally he's like need. a baby. Eh? It literally is. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I just can't wait. So it's going to be fun. Very be excited, really fun. my friend. Well, um, that's a nice little spiel we did there. And uh, I think this podcast has got off to a cracking start. So let's Definitely get right has. into it, my friend. The fucking wrap up of the week. What are we right. saying, Osto? Good, good. I'm getting my letterbox up. So while I do that, do you have anything you want to talk about? I do. So I, I, um, <clears throat> look, I honestly, I usually have time to watch films and I will have more to talk about next week because I'm seeing Ant-Man tonight and I know you're seeing it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So next week we'll do a little spiel on Ant-Man, but I'm also, I want to see, oh my gosh, guess what I'm seeing tomorrow night? Guess what has a fucking cinema release? Oh, uh, yeah. It. Blood and honey, baby. Blood and honey. <laughs> how did that get a, how did that get a cinema release? It's like, I think it's on the same 
shtick as Terrifier too. I was thinking like it's that got a limited, it's like a cult like yeah, kind yeah. of like following. You'll have like a bunch of people go there that are like, you know, diehard slasher. What, die gore. hard when the poo fans? No, like, <laughs> like if oh, you shit. let me finish, you dickhead. <laughs> die hard like slasher gore yeah, yeah, ridiculous yeah. horror film yeah. um fans are going to pack these oh, cinemas sure. out. So that's what I reckon this release is targeting. Imagine like- <laughs> you got Blood some, and Honey, man. Imagine you got some diehard Winnie the Pooh fans that are coming along thinking it's just another one. Another, of the, like Chris, Christopher it's a, Robin. It's a sequel to Christopher Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and they come in and it's just- ah, fucking you, you, you. That Winnie the Pooh costume is oh, horrifying. Mate, I'll, t- I'll tell you as well. So I'll get into this, but like one of the interviews, so I interviewed a guy who's playing Sir Frederick Roy, right? Uh-huh. This week. And um, I was because I was explaining the public domain, and some people already know what it is. And I was like, yeah, 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 you know, just like Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. He's like, oh yeah, my friends were in that. <laughs> yeah, what? How fucking random, eh? What the fuck? So, anyways, but yeah, I'm seeing that tomorrow, seeing M N tonight. It's gonna be cracker up next week. So, um, tune in for that. But yeah, so I actually literally haven't had any time to sit down and watch a movie this week. Um, I think I said last time that I finished Ted Lasso. I, yeah, that, that was uh, that was incredible. And um, I did start the new season of You. Ah, yes. Have you seen it? I haven't yet. It's uh, good, man. Yeah, it's good. It's um, I won't. It's it's very different from the other season. I've only seen one episode because I'm watching it with my mate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, it's different. It's got a different structure to it. It's not your typical like story. Uh, I think. I mean, from the first episode, it's not really given much away, but it's turning into a bit of a, a whodunit. Oh, swear! Yeah. So they're going at it at a different angle. They're going season. at it at a different. Well, uh, which, which I think you have to change it up after two seasons. Yeah, because like, they're doing part one. Yeah, like, like yeah. however many episodes yeah, yeah, they release, yeah, yeah. and then a second part yeah, later yeah. on. They release five episodes. And I think they're releasing the next five next month. Ah, um, yes. But yeah, no, dude, really good. Yep, really good. And you know, I've seen mixed reactions about it, but I think you know, I, I, I loved it. I love those that series. I know yeah. it's like you know, I don't love what you know the characters doing, but I think it's fucking. In- Entertainment. And 100%. The first two seasons, I've never felt as much anxiety, like proper anxiety of watching a show or movie ever mm-hmm. than I have by watching the first two seasons. Uh, right. Actually, no, that's wrong. Euphoria. Oh, I was going to say, Euphoria. Bad, and I, I actually couldn't finish Euphoria because I was so like anxiety driving. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you. it's pretty good, man. And then, like I said, we're continuing to watch The Flight Attendant with Kaylee Kuoko. I need to start that. That's on Binge. That's on right? Binge. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty good. Uh, the Last of Us. The of course, new, of course. new episode of The Last of Us. You saw mm-hmm. it? Liked it? Loved it. Where does it rank for you with The Last of Us episodes? Um, I want to say it's probably, probably my second favourite of the Five? Yeah, I agree. What's your first? One. Really? Episode one. Okay. Episode one, um, just because of the pivotal moments from the game that it hit. Sure. And the sure. like redos that it did. Um, how, how many episodes have there been now? Five? five. In, yep. a, in a nine episode series, mm. there's five. And the thing is, I'm just, Lockie said it perfectly in the group chat, the way they're laying things down for this. I'm, I'm just so keen for this second season. Like, I don't think you understand. Really? How keen I am for this second season. Obviously, okay. you haven't played the game. No, I have no idea <clears> what even happens. Anyone who has played this. the second game knows yeah. the storyline. Yeah. And I know that me and Lockie, me and Lockie, well, I say me and Lockie broke it down the second season, but I can't remember, but I just remember talking mm. to him about it all the time. Mm. The second, I say the second season, second game. Um, and just, I'm just keen for the next. Uh, like Ugh. I said, like I said, bro, I'm kind of scared. 
because I don't know what happens at the end of this, but I've been doing a little research and I wasn't going to say this. Actually, I'm still not going to say it because I don't want to spoil it. But like, man, I'm not seeing like, not seeing Joel in any like material for season two. Like when they, when they tease season two, I'm like, you know, he's not on the cover. So I'm like, man, they better not fucking do anything to him by the end of the season. I swear to God, if this man, Pedro Pascal is not in season two, I'm fucking rioting. This podcast I listen to, the way they talk about Joel, they're like, he is a man's man. And the Joel? Yeah, Joel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The way way they broke down that episode where, um, spoilers for this episode. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'll beat around the bush. That episode where a certain character has to light a, lighter but mm-hmm. can't make a fuss otherwise it's going to alert the other zombies no do you remember you know what i'm talking about when, yeah i think it oh, was wait, episode, two, episode episode two and uh, the, the lighter she's struggling to light the lighter to blow up the place oh, jess tess tess sorry yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, i was yeah, beating yeah. around the bush but there yeah, you go yeah <laughs> um and then the way they said like when tess starts freaking out saying you have to go you have to go you have to go mm. and then um, Joel's like, I'm not, not fucking leaving you. And then she's like, you have to go. And then I'm Ellie's like, yeah. she's, she's yeah, infected. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. The thing yeah, was yeah. the way that this podcast, um, described it, they were like the way that he just stands there takes like three deep breaths mm. and then just grabs Ellie and dips. Yeah. Like that's a man. That's a man's a man. man. And then, um, the thing was, is like in a situation like that, you wouldn't know what to do, but mm. the way he just went. Three deep breaths. Mm. Yep, she's infected. Can't help her. Never going to see her again. Yeah. I'm leaving. Bro, he's a silver fox oh. as well. Look God at his hair. He's, he's a sexy man. He's a daddy. The, the internet has been going crazy over Pedro Pascal. Mandalorian, baby. Yeah, I saw I saw a thing. It was like, by t- by the year 2075, Pedro Pascal is going to be in every TV show and movie oh, that yeah. uh, will be out. And he's um he's on fire at the moment. Oh, he's a great he's actor. He's on fire. So I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. I think for me... It goes. Episode three was the best. Um, with mm-hmm. Bill and forgot, not Ted. Bill and Frank. Frank. That was so. Three is number one. The one that just passed. Close number two. Mm-hmm. So it goes three, five. Um, I forgot what was four about. Four was them in Kansas City. They had to take a detour through Kansas City because that tunnel was blocked, and that's where we yeah. met the. Resistance. Okay, yeah, that was probably the weakest one for me. So three, five, uh, two, one, and uh, sorry, no, one, three, five, one, two, four. Nice. Yeah, cool. That's my thing at the moment. And yeah, I was thinking because I just got Hogwarts Legacy, right? And I pre-ordered it like at the start of. 2022 mm-hmm. and it's just come out now yeah. so i got a message and i was like yeah pick it up so i picked it up and started playing it and oh my god it's crazy I'm, i've only played like fucking five minutes of it yeah but i'm like imagine like the games that are we that we are playing now like them adapting hogwarts legacy into a show later on and stuff like i'm playing this and kind of now playing like thinking about how they would do they this would for a show it, for a future season could be the way of the future man it could be and could um, be. i think you know they're going down. I don't know what they're doing in in chart in chart uncharted two. I mean, that made quite a bit of money. But man, if if um they start making game shows game shows like The Last of Us, I think we're in a, for a pretty good run. I think so forward. too. I think so too. But yeah, man, that's um literally that's all I've had time for this week. Oh, there you go. Um, but like I said, I have more to talk about. How about you? What have you? Seen? I have actually watched quite a bit 
um, just wow. because the last time we were on, I didn't really have time because mm. of my overnight shifts. Mm-hmm. And so this time when I've had the time to, mm-hmm. I've sat down and I've watched something. But I mentioned it last time on the podcast with Dan, but I started a series called The Recruit. Yep. And bro, I couldn't I couldn't turn it off. I smashed through that. Noah That's, Santiano. Yeah, yep, Noah yep, Santiano. Yep. Um, that was a really good season. A yep. second one is coming out which I'm keen for, but yeah. like, I think it's a bit of an acquired taste. Like I said in the group really? chat, you might have to, like you have to forgive some of the supporting cast acting and okay. some cheesiness. Right, yeah. Once you get past that, it's a great show. Okay. I can like it that, takes yeah. you into that like espionage you love that. world yeah. of spies and shit like that. I saw it. Keep talking. I, saw, I remember something I was going to tell um, you. Yeah. So yeah, I watched The Recruit and I loved that. Yeah. Um, what did I start? I think I don't know if I said it, but I finished Kaleidoscope. Oh, you! I thought you said you didn't even want to get into it. You like watched it and it was so well, yeah, shit. Yeah, the thing is, I didn't like it, and then like things played out, and I was like, you know what? It does work. Like I, I, I liked it. It was what? Good. What, what was your order? Oh, you no, clue. I can't remember. Yeah, I listed it in the group chat, but I'm not going to go find it. Did you just like, random? You didn't do like no, like because the, the thing is, Netflix randomizes it for you. Really? Yeah. Netflix will give you this different order. Yeah. But then you think, because at that same podcast I listened to, they were saying like, I'm not doing this random business. And they were like, well, Netflix does it for you. Because yeah. he was like, I'm just letting it say next episode and then I'm going, I'm watching it in order. I'm not doing this whole thing. Yeah. But yeah, Netflix actually jumbles it up for you and okay. make, makes you watch it in a different way for everyone. So okay. what do yeah. you give it? Out of, uh, out of 10. Mm-hmm. See, it's all fun and games too. You have to give it a rating, eh? Maybe like a 6.75. Okay. <laughs> That's very specific, bro. Yeah, 6.75. Yeah, I'll go with that. Nice. Um, yeah, finish Kaleidoscope. Finish The Recruit. Um, two series that I am very excited for that are coming out this week. Mm-hmm. Wait, is it this week or next? I don't know. Well, me. Drive to Survive. Obviously. Oh my comes goodness. Out this month. Oh, I watched the Ferrari reveal last night. I didn't watch it. I haven't honestly, watched any launch. I'm waiting for the Mercedes one. I'm going to watch the Mercedes I, one. Honestly, I was I was a bit disappointed. It looks exactly the fucking same. Well, that's what they're year. all saying. Like all the cars look the same. You know, what? you know what? I've been the least impressed from actually no. Alpha Tower has been that car was <laughs> Ferrari was second. Uh, the best car, oh, and then no, Red Bull looks the same. Aston Martin's the exact same as well. It looks good though. Aston Martin's look good. The best one I would say that we've got is my favorite is Alpha, Alpha Romeo? No, who's the one? Bottas is yeah, Alpha, Alpha Romeo. Romeo yeah. Oh, their car, bro. Have you seen it? Nope. <gasps> Remind me to show you after this. Done. Insane. I'm pretty sure Drive to Survive comes out this week. Yeah. But again, do you remember I brought up to you Make or Break, the surfing Yes. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That comes out. Is that Friday? And that's made from the same people. Same people did drive. And did you see they also did full swing? Yeah, the golf. The yeah, go- they did tennis as well. Yes, I watched the tennis one. Tennis one, good, great. Man. See, the thing about this is like I don't know if I want to keep watching these because I will then get into so many sports because if either of any of these series are like how drive to survive like the effect that that had on us i'm like fuck bro i'm gonna have no time I was yeah like, and the footy started back again uh, this week and it's good to see uh everybody uh back on screen and um oh yeah how you feeling about your roosters this year mate yeah i'm feeling good yeah um we have the potential like a lot of people are labeling us serious contenders, contenders for the okay. trophy which i 
was saying at the end of last year. I think we clicked at the yeah. right time, but we played a bit conservative. But um, yeah, I think I think we have a good good chance yeah, this cool. year. So I'm feeling pretty good about my chooks. I'm feeling good about the Tigers <laughs> as well. Oh mate, Appy Corusau is our captain. You never know what's going to happen. Appy's your captain He's already. Our captain, yeah, yeah. Appy, bro, we got. Got Papali, Clemmer, Bateman, like it's a whole new squad, cuz. But Luke Brooks. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, we'll get us I was, footy I chat. was gonna tell you. So, did you see Guy Ritchie's new movie that got announced today? The Covenant. Uh no. What another one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called. Bro, this the, guy's the, turnaround the, is the, insane. The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare, and guess who it's starring? That sounds awesome already. Henry Cavill, oh. Alan Richardson, and Isa Gonzalez. Oh my god! Yeah, so I'm not sure when that's gonna release. Well, because I'm keen um, for um the Covenant with Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal, and guess who else is in it? Who? Anthony Starr. Oh, from the Boys. Yep. No so I'm way. keen to see him. Um, I haven't seen him in anything other than the Boys. Yeah, really. no. Um, but yeah. So quick, we just got off topic there, real quick. Yeah. Um, no, I'm keen for anything Guy Ritchie does. But perfect. Um, yeah. So they're the series I've watched, keen for, and then I watched um. Let me just get these up real yeah. quick. And you are seeing Ant-Man tomorrow. Yes, I am seeing yeah, Ant-Man cool. tomorrow. But I watched, um, since the last time we spoke, mm. I bought well, you bought up Rambo Last Blood. But mm-hmm. since then I watched Transformers The Last Night. Mm-hmm. Where the crawdads I watched sing. that at work the other day. Transformers? Because mm. like we, we're getting all the Transformers. We have to watch them for Paramount+. Plus. Ah, gotcha. Uh, Transformers The Last Night. I actually liked it. Yeah, I did as well. Um, where the crawdads sing. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Fuck. The Black Phone. Let oh, me tell man, you. I was meaning to watch that for so long and I, I never watched it. Do you want me it. to give you my thoughts on it? Or do do you want it. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's probably the least scariest horror film ever made. Okay. Um, and it's a bit just... On the nose. <sighs> yeah, okay. Ethan Hawke. <sighs> really? What did you give it? Star and a half. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's, like you can see the creative flair because it's by Scott Derrickson. So you would expect... Yeah, who did... um Sinister. Doctor Strange. Didn't Doctor he? Strange. Did he? Did yes. Yeah, he did the first one. But and he was going to do the second one, but then he got... Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was expecting him to come out yeah. with a banger, but it was like... Mm. Anyway, glad I missed it in the cinema and waited for Netflix. But then I watched... It's on Netflix? Yes. I watched uh, Troll. Have you heard of Troll? No, but I saw you did that. Yes. So Troll is I'm just like, like a... I saw you did that. I'm like, where the fuck does he come across <laughs> these movies, bro? I That's on Netflix as well. Do you just see it and you're like, okay, yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? That's kind of like my attitude when I watch stuff sometimes. Um, respect, bro. Respect. But no, so I saw like people were logging Troll on Letterboxd. So I was like, I'll watch it. And then, um, yeah, watched it. It's just a Norwegian Godzilla. I but, fucking knew some weird shit like that. But it's like obviously a troll. Mm. But the thing is, I appreciated it because obviously Norway have this legend. Mm, oh, so it's like, like based off folklore and stuff. Folk, exactly right. Mm. So, and then people are like, it's just a Norwegian Godzilla. I'm like, just let them have it. Yeah, right. Let them have it. Like they have this to play with. Why would they not do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the thing is, is like it was hitting all the right beats and stuff like that. And you're like, yeah. all right, they're cool. This kind of has like potential. Yeah. But then you get into like the reveal and you're kind of like, and then like the things that happen, you're like, is this, is this it? And then the way the film plays out, you're like, oh, mm. that was kind of, eh. Yeah. But still respectable that no, that would sure. be a smash hit in Norway yeah. probably. So, you know, um, they should, they haven't made a film about Bigfoot yet, have they? Not I mean, that I know of. Because you were talking about folklore, like, man, maybe that's an idea. Nobody has made a proper idea 
oh sorry, a proper movie about big like a, a horror movie about big or Yowies. Isn't that the Australian yeah, yeah. version of it? Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's that. And um that's essentially my wrap up. That's my wrap is, up as um, well. So. Yeah. You know. Perfect. Take what you will with our recommendations and there stuff. You go and go uh, watch uh, go watch Troll. Let yeah. us know what you're thinking. If you're Norwegian, might be a good uh, perspective to get on. Exactly well, right. So. so yeah, that's the wrap right. up, baby. It is time, I think. It is time. For the progress. Or the progression. I have a lot. Oh, but please. you go first. Okay. I, I reckon you'll take up most of this. Sex, I will so take I will, up a lot of the sex. I'll just go over the little things that <laughs> I've got done. Yeah, cool. Um, Talk to me, bro. So obviously this is the pre-production meeting about all things journey-wise in terms of our next films <laughs> and stuff we do. Bless. Sorry. Um, so first things first, Stain. Um, just farted as I sneezed. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> so um, the progress with Stain was um, a call was had with the lovely, talented cinematographer, Teague. Um, he now has the storyboards that were drawn up by our also lovely ta- animated... Uh, our English. Talented mm-hmm. animator, Jeffrey. Jeffrey! Um, so... The, no. Oh, uh, you better sorry. get that out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, Teague has his storyboards and he's going off that to make a style guide for yep. the animation sequence and him and I are going to jump on a call when our schedules line up to go over, um, like, revise the storyboards and get things rolling that way mm-hmm. and then give it back to the animator and be like, this is what we want. Yep. So that's that. Um, also, in terms of the whole animation process, still trying to find a team to jump on board. Yeah, because people just don't get back to us. Exactly. Really. So the... Um, what I alluded to before at the start of this episode was um, an important meeting is about to be had. I gave the head of film and television at JMC Academy a call yep. just so I could just get him one-on-one and just be like, let's Yeah, because we've emailed them before. Yeah, and, and it just doesn't get hard past. to yeah. So I thought I'm just going to go directly to the source and called him and we organised a meeting mm-hmm. on a sit-down meeting face-to-face on Friday at James C. Academy with the head of animation as well. Cool. And we are going to go over this animation process as a whole. That's amazing. And um, really hope that we get some... Um, people on board. People on board from the animation department at JMC. That's perfect. So that Great is time. Yep. awesome. I'm excited because the ball needs to be rolling because we need to... We need to get going. Organize all this stuff. Animation so then this has animation, to start yeah, by April. Because it's going to be a long process. Yep. So... Yep, yep. The quicker we quicker it gets started, like the quicker the film can get made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, how's the editing process? So going? the editing process is going well. I've been. I had a call with Lockie the other day. Okay. We also went over. We made a whole bunch of notes. Good. Um, he's been working on those notes. He's been sending me things to Good. um get the ball rolling. But we have run into a little hurdle. So continuity. Not uh, kind of, but at the same time, not really. Okay. So we're kind of working around. Um, so on the day, Cooper was what? It's not Cooper's fault. It's pretty much my fault as well. I didn't see it, but um, Cooper's not to blame for this at all. So Cooper, if you're listening, I'm not sink, having a go. It's the sink, right? It's the sink. Yeah, you told me about that. It was washing up in the right, but we turned you. the light on in the left. You know whose fault that is. <laughs> I talked to him the other day about it as well, because I, I I caught up with him and I'm like, Jada. <laughs> But anyway, so he's – and I was like, how can we work around that? And then I think we're going to workshop that and see how we can come up with it. But 
That's the least of your problems, man. That, that'll come out in the wash. That's, our, that's a VFX problem. Yeah. Like, you just got to get the story together. Exactly right. And our next sort of hurdle that we hit was um, when we are portraying to the audience that we're going into an animated world, Lockie pitched the idea to me, which I love and I think we're going to go with, is getting like a like Rick and Morty-esque portal on like the shot we have of looking down on the sink sort of like popping up mm-hmm. in purple, obviously, like to simulate Do the you, light. Yeah. So then that simulates that it's like a animated world that he's going into because if we just go from live action flash to animation. I told you that. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Um, if we go from live action to animation, it's like, why is it animated? So yeah. if we do kind of like an animated portal, sort of Looney Tunes-esque I'm literally, space jam. Can I, I don't know if this is what you're thinking, right? So you can have that portal on two things. So you can, you know what you could fucking do? Here's an idea to workshop around this. Go into VFX, but I can, I can do this for you. Mm. Put, make both sinks light up. Yeah. Right? So it doesn't look like one's just like both sinks can light that's up. Not, I said that to right? Lucky, yeah. I can do that for you, right? And then literally, so <clears> you have that shot, right? Oh, no. You don't have a shot. I don't think you have a shot like this. I'm like, if you had a shot of Cooper looking into the sink with the camera here and Cooper's looking down, right? You could just, and it's like Cooper looking. You could even do this as a pickup, right? Mm. You have Cooper looking over the sink, right? You can put a VFX layer, almost like a uh, almost like a filter, and have it like bubbling or whatever. And as he's looking down, you can have. I don't know if this is making sense. All right? No, it is. Here's the camera. Here's Cooper. Right in VFX, you add a layer here of like purpleness, and as he's looking over, you see that start to appear. Yeah. And it's like not only do you have that shot from behind of the portal opening up on the sink, you also have him looking into the sink. And the portal kind of acting as a layer over the, like as a filter almost. And that can then from there, it would be an easy transition to the animated world because you can, you understand that he's looking into this portal kind of thing. If that makes sense. It does because that can also feed into the transition that I have planned for. So you have that portal, however that's going to look, it's going to look cool. And then when he goes into said portal, I want to have sort of like a VFX oh, shot of like, and then in ADR, I'm going to get Coop to sort of simulate like uh, screaming as he's yeah, falling yeah. through and just having like weird shit around, like just colors and stuff as yeah. he's falling. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, literally yeah, yeah. before he hits the ground, just like a, just like a glimpse of sand. Like, are you going to get him to do a superhero landing? No, because <laughs> okay, right. the animation starts with him flat on his face, cool. and all I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So like yeah. just before he gets like he gets through, and then like the portal like. We, we cut to black, mm-hmm. like we, we catch a glimpse of what he's just about to hit and then we come back and then just picture you have that like ringing sound. He's all delirious. He gets up and he's like, oh, like what? what's going on? So that's how I kind of have it planned. The best way to put that into perspective, and I want to mm-hmm. show you this, mm-hmm. is I was talking to Teague about it. Um, to, um, show me. And another thing with JMC, when we're pitching it to them, right? Mm-hmm. So. I reckon, like we said, we'd just be completely open and honest and be like, look, we don't know anything about this world, but we have a lead animator, right? Yes. We need to know what, like, look, I reckon we picture, look, this can be like a, you know, a, a co-production with JMC and stuff like that. Like, you can get your name on it. Like, JMC can, like, you know how they did with our majors and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, like, this can be, like, a co-production with you guys, like, whatever, and... 
you just provide us and you take reins of the animation side. We've got everything we need for you. We've got this, 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 and this. You tell us what's going to happen, keep us in the loop and get going. Yeah. And they've got so many people. Hopefully we can even get this done by the end of the year, have a premiere. But exactly. So. so this is the kind of like... This yeah, is from that's a, exactly this what is from I... Avengers Endgame. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah. going for like the control, but literally this part right there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's kind of like what I want to go down into the animation world. Of course. And then, yeah, so then that's how the animation is going to kick off. So, yeah, yeah, just the ball is officially going to start rolling after this meeting on Friday. Okay. However it goes on the animation process. So that's good. Um, Choreography. Choreography still dormant at the moment. Don't I reckon just fuck it and do it in your backyard. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of not pursuing it. um, I reckon literally call it. That's it. Yep. Get Cooper <clears throat> to come over a day in yours. You know, on that day, or you can, you can even come over to mine. You come to me, you do the choreography with Teague in the backyard. Yep. Um, and on that day, you could get that pickup shot as well. Yeah, 100%. Um, and then in terms, just to wrap up my progress, I have been obsessed with structuring the animation yes, process. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like a proper story. Yep. So you have your setup. Your yep, yep, yep confrontation your plot twist your resolution and sprinkling little things throughout it so i literally i looked at the animation process mm-hmm. the progress um sequence yep and i just went all right how do i make this a story so yep, yep. i was looking up story structures all that kind of stuff yep. it's going to follow the simple 3x structure but with that save the cat-esque yes. to it and then I was like, what do I have that resembles the Save the Cat structure? What is the Save the Cat structure for the people that don't know? <sighs> How do I explain the Save the Cat structure? It's a way that we structure short films. Yes. It has different key beats that we have to follow. Yes. Um, and if you're following a three-act structure in a film, you're basically hitting these points. And they're the same for every film. You can sort every film into these little key points. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, what are some points? Do you remember? You've got just for... You've got the... Opening world. Yep. That's the start. The Where, start yep. is like you introduce your character to the world and this is the world they live in. Then mm-hmm. you show them the catalyst, which is the inciting incident yep. that pulls them out of the world and into the upside down. Mm-hmm. And Sometimes you have a refusal of call. Which is the debate. Yes. The debate in the Say the Cat is them trying to get back to their comfort in their world, but they can't like or is refusal of the core maybe that's hero's journey where they where the hero that of is, the yeah. story kind of goes oh, i don't know if i should do this yeah and then something happens they're like okay i'm ready for the journey now. exactly right so then yeah i put that into the animation sequence mm. as well um but then you have the debate and then once they realize there's no way out of mm. thing except facing the catalyst mm-hmm. then the story plays out from there i and think that's really cool it is you're doing the save the cat not only as an overall structure but in the animation itself you have like two save the cats going on well i don't know if you've done save the cat for the other bit but you have you're treating the animation almost as its own story that's exactly what my plan is with it Mm. is so i looked at the dialogue i thought that needs redoing i looked at Mm. the action and i was like that needs redoing as well so i just sat down and i rewrote well i didn't rewrite i just edited it Mm -hmm. edited it and um was really happy with the end of it and something that I will thank Tracy and Cooper for. They both read it. They both read it. I sent it to Tracy and said, like, let me know your thoughts. They said, masterpiece. Really? I was like, yeah, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> so um, appreciate you guys more than you know. So thank you. Um, and so the thing is I have a good feeling about it. And, yeah, I really wanted to, like, sort of have a story 
play out inside the animation sequence. And um, yeah, I think it's pretty good and it has the potential to be really special. So I'm really happy with it and I'm keen to get this whole animation process underway. And it, I think everything will count on how this meeting goes on Friday. Exactly. So yeah, ball's officially what rolling. I do, what I do need you though, I need you to sort out a day with... Cooper and Tracy by the end of the month. I'm calling it now. We're not doing choreography with you, yeah, mate. Done. All right. Figure out a day. Tell me. We can do it at mine. Because mm-hmm. I don't think... Do you have a space at yours that you could do? Not be, really. Right, we'll do it at mine then. And then that means on the same day we can also get that... Pick up. Yeah. Pick up shot. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, cool. All righty. Um, and that means if T comes along, he can bring one of those LED bulbs and yep. have that as the purple already. And then we can add a layer of like... Rick and Morty-esque thing over. Run that by him, but I think that's the way that we can go. 100%. All right, cool. No worries. That can be yep. organised. By the I'm end kidding. of Feb. Yep. By the end of Feb. Okay. Which we only have a couple of weeks. See what we can do. Yeah, we'll see what we can do. Um, so, yeah. yeah, that's my progress. So I'll have more to report after this meeting on Friday. Perfect. But now for the juicy juice. Yes, the juicy juice. This is two juice. weeks worth of progress on Joshua's film, The Magic Man. Which we still haven't given him the title for. Which we're not going to until it's time. In two weeks. Does that mean we're going to do like an episode like you did for yeah, Stane? So I'll so. be interviewing yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Like, are we going to get an actor in? Or I reckon we could. Let's see. Let's see. We'll, we'll plan that. We'll plan that. We'll plan that. We'll plan that. So All right. Oh, man. I'm excited. <laughs> so <laughs> no, no, no. I'm excited. I want fill me in because the thing was, and let me, I'll get, we'll, yeah, yeah, let's I don't do want to cut yeah, you off. Yeah, of course. Um, Josh sent me a couple of pictures. And the thing is, uh, the thing I like seeing is that like, I just love I, I love the process. Mm-hmm. So, Wait, which, which pictures are you talking about that I sent you? Like the pictures or the pictures? What do you mean the pictures? You know, like the locations. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm wondering pictures. what the fuck you. <laughs> <meant>. <laughs> well, you didn't get those pictures. I didn't set. Oh, you oh, haven't sent? Did I send? No, you to? only sent me. Oh, so you didn't get the pictures? No. Oh no, who did I send it to then? Not me. Um, (laughs) No, so the thing is I love the process and I just love seeing people close to me doing well. And Mm. the thing is like seeing you and Lexi in those locations and just knowing that you spent a whole day grinding, working, traveling, having a great time. Like I was like, I was super chuffed. I was like, good, like this is awesome. I can't wait to see this come to life because I know how special it's going to be. Thanks, bro. So seeing the locations and stuff, I was just like, I can just, I can see it. I can't wait to see the set. I can't wait to see the like time period. Just the, it's literally, I've said this from the start when I think we were talking about Bad Beat when like Lexi's film was set back back a day. Mm-hmm. And it's literally like a, like a time travel. Like as soon as you step on the other side of the camera, you're in another world. So I just can't wait to see like it's going to be <laughs> behind the camera, modern day dressed people and then in front, another era. I- so these locations that you've got, that you showed me, I just can't wait to hear what's like locked Bro, in. Like what's, it's, oh, it's just um, exciting. So it's please, insane. the I floor think, is yours. I think like I just it still baffles me just how big this is gonna be. Oh yeah. Um, and I think that's what excites me the most about it. Like it's unlike anything that I've ever done so far, and um, the shit that's happened these past two weeks have been insane. So let's start from the cast. Yes. All the cast is locked in. There we go, baby. All the cast is locked in. I've been having meetings with all of them. Mm-hmm. I've met most of them except 
two. I locked in the villain as well. Um, he actually applied for another role and I invited him to apply for the villain, but I don't think he saw it. So then when I re-put another listing out, he applied for the villain again, got him to send a self-tape straight away. Just like that. It was perfect. Wait, so I don't think I know who the villain is. I haven't showed you, I know. Oh, okay, cool. cool, cool He's cool. very good. I have a meeting with him tomorrow. Um, Will's been moving houses and stuff like that, so he hasn't been able to get me a self-tape yet, but it's Will. So it's he's... Yeah. he's um, <laughs> He's going to smash it. So. You know what? The thing is, you say Will and I'm going to try to write him into a role in my next he l- bro. Just he, something he that suits it. him. Something that suits him. So, yeah. He's, he's fantastic. And, um, yeah, so the cast is all locked in. And, you know, I've been saying this to everybody. Like, not only is this, like, the most talented bunch of people that I've ever worked with, but they're all good people. Oh, bless. That's and good. I think that's what, you know, you can be – not talented, but a good person, and that will get you further if you're talented and not a good person. Mm, you know? Exactly right. I'm super excited, man. This is I've been so lucky with the amount of talent that I've got. You know, I've had hundreds of applicants. Yeah, nailing it down. It's been one of the most you know amazing, most rewarding times of my life. I love the audition process. You mm. know, it's seeing your life, your work come to life for the bet, first yeah. time is just like, it's unlike anything and so rewarding and so surreal and it never gets old. And this 100%. is what I was telling all the actors when I was talking to them this weekend. Um, I've had amazing meetings. So we've locked in everybody. I have one more meeting to go to, if you include Will. Um, yeah, it's cool. T- uh, Taha's in. Um, he's in yeah he, he's in as the prince um, it's funny how we can say all these character names but still not give away the title yeah, the yeah. <laughs> um, the main actors so the leads um, Ginger James Bond uh, he's, he's, he's such a cool man? guy he's oh, Frederick Roy. oh sorry sorry I so thought, yeah. yeah he's such a cool guy man and like I was pretty nervous talking to him and the guy who's playing the magic man right um, just because they're the two leads. And Did you have a guy, meeting together? Nah, 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 but separate. And um, I showed them both the, the thing that I put together, like the edited. Um, did I show you that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they both loved it and they're both super keen. And, you know, everybody on this set, on this set, like all the whole cast is super keen. Oh, good. You know, everybody's so nice so far. Um, and uh, <laughs> there's no dicks. The only thing, uh, only I was a bit intimidated talking to the guy who's playing the Magic Man because he's, he's a bit older. So he's a wise head, like yeah. And um, I was then around the block, and he only responds to me like one word responses. I'm like, start (laughs) now. I'm like, shit. Anyway, so I I I got the meeting with him, and uh, he's super nice. And um, I was just so nervous to talk to him, and um, offered him the role, and he's probably got the most experience out of everybody as well. Yeah, right. um, He. I was like, it was really cool. Like, I was, I was basically just information loading on all of them, just letting them know everything, um, getting all the information, telling them about how I came up with the concept and stuff. And they were all really cool. And I think my passion showed in these meetings because yep. they would email back saying thank you and like they're really excited. And hearing that people are really excited for it is, it's, it's so cool, man. And um, especially this guy, the guy's playing Sir Frederick. Um, I um I don't know if I can say his name. I'll just say it. his name's Jared, right? And um he's super cool, like super cool. He's is this a guy that was like acting without talking? Is that that guy? Uh, he showed me and Dan at your house. Yeah, the yeah yeah. He plays Sir Frederick yeah. Roy. He's like with the eyes yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And uh, he's he's a super cool guy. Like he's like us, and I know it's not going to sound like great, but 
he's just like he swears like us and i know yeah. that sounds weird but like it's just comfortable yeah like like he's just like you know fits right in basically and i don't have to try hard and i was just like when he was like talking like that i could relax almost okay, yeah. um almost like i'm talking to a mate right mm-hmm. and uh, i think that's <clears throat> most important and he emailed back because i sent them all the bible and stuff and he's like that Bible is fucking incredible. He's like, that makes my Bible I'm doing for a TV show look like a... What do you say? Hold on. I'll get the email <laughs> up right now. He's so funny, man. And uh, hold on. What do you say? He's like, that is one hell of a fucking pitch project Bible. Jesus Christ. The one I'm working on for a TV show I wrote is nothing but drunken scribbles on a crusty bar napkin <laughs> that's been through the wash compared to this. And he actually knew Lexi as well. Oh, sorry. Um, from Sasha's game. They uh, didn't work on it together, but like he knew of... Lexi, and ah, right. most people know of Lexi. Yeah. <laughs> she's like a fucking mammoth in this industry. Oh, yeah. So yep. it's been really cool. And like I've been telling them about, so when I'm on the call, I tell them about three main gameplays. I tell them about Lexi, I tell them about James, and I tell them about Federico. Mm-hmm. Just kind of just kind of get a ball view on like everything. Um, so yeah, that's going good with the actors. I'm meeting up with all of them in March, just separately on little coffee things to get to know each other. Um, hopefully around end of March, April, we'll have the table read. Uh-huh. Um, and then April and May rehearsing as well with nice. May being blocking and staging, April being mostly everybody getting to know each other and stuff like that. Um, so that's actors out of the way. Locations. Me and Lexi went location wrecking, as you know. Um, we got some fucking insane quotes, which was so stupid. But we went and visited Castlereagh Boutique Hotel for the ballroom. Insane. Castlereagh, is that? In Manly? It's in, no, it's in the city. Oh, I was going to say. On Castle Ray Street. So, yes, okay. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, did you visit the castle that The Great Gatsby was filmed at? No. Because oh, that's in Manly. I Is thought, it actually? Yeah, I thought that might have been the place you went to. God, that would cost a bomb. Yeah, so we visited these locations and the, the ballroom, man, I fell in love with it straight yeah. away. I'm like, there, there is no other option. I'm like, we are getting this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, because number one, I can't find any more fucking ballrooms, bro. Like, this is perfect. Location-wise, like time period-wise. Yeah. Perfect. Nails it. Yeah, nailed it. And um, we weren't sure where we're going to get, pardon me, the bo- uh, the hallway from. So hallway kind of like a lobby thing. And it just turned out that in the same building, they had a perfect location for us. Good. I was going to say in the so same I'm location. Like, yeah, same location for the ballroom. So um, we have the hallway and uh, we went away. We didn't lock in anything. Like we're just there to have a look and kind of gauge whatever. The people that are showing us around is really nice. It's Sydney's second oldest skyscraper. Um, it's, it's like 96, 96 years old. And like, you've had people that have like ma- heaps of famous people booked that out to sorry, film. Thought, sorry, flash do something. That's a good, um, <laughs> the flash you say. No, we'll uh, get, we'll get. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, we, they have people like Tame Impala and stuff like book it out to film music videos Swear. and like all these famous like people. And yeah, now they're getting good old me. That was really cool. Um, then we went from there to St. Andrews uh, College, which has this big Hogwarts look and exterior, which were like, fuck, this is going to be perfect. Did right? you, I think that's one you sent to me. Yeah. The, yeah. The, do you remember like the castle? Let me, let me get it up. You keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we, we had a look at that and it was like, fuck, this is awesome. It was funny because Lexi got stuck in a car park and there was a crash in a car park and couldn't get out. So oh, no. Into that. Like, how do you crash in a car park? Anyways, um, it wasn't her. It was the people in front of her. But, uh, yeah, we got showed around the thing, the castle. Like, the exterior was great. Interior wasn't so great. So, we're like, okay, exterior, that works. So, then from there, we went to Cropley House, 
uh, which is in Borkham Hills. Yep, that's it. There. Yeah, I thought so. Um, we went to Cropley House, which is in Borkham Hills. Got shown around there. Balcony. Um, cool balcony. Um, not cool the price though, uh, which we'll get to that. So that was our day. Jay was supposed to come with us just because he liked, he wanted, he asked to come along and because he loves looking at locations. Yeah. I got a message from him at four in the morning saying he, uh, uh, whatever he's super tired he just got home whatever and then he got got a call from him when he was supposed to be meeting me at mine he's like sorry bro slept in can i meet you guys later been there before I meant yeah. to go surfing with him one morning i yeah. stayed out the front of his house at 4 30 a.m in the morning yeah. and he didn't wake up yeah, so yeah. i know exactly how you feel <laughs> no I, fair enough <laughs> whatever like talking uh, directly uh, to you jay <laughs> i saw i saw him later that day anyway nah, just to good. fill him in and we caught up for a little bit and uh, nice for his work because he had to work the day i didn't really care it was me, me and Lexi were going around anyway yeah a bit so um yeah, it was really cool. Now it comes to the point where we're like, okay, these prices, locations, we have a $4,500 budget for locations. Um, we'll ho- we were expecting most of the money to go towards the ballroom. Mm-hmm. Um, we're expecting that to be around 3500 And um, we had the balcony and stuff. So we needed to keep everything into that kind of budget. So mm-hmm. we approximated maybe around 3500 for the ballroom, which means we had a 1000 to play with for... Uh, the exterior or whatever I'm like <laughs> exterior of St Andrews College right I'm like we're not even using their stuff yeah it might be like in a school like whatever like in school day or whatever or even on the weekends like surely it won't be that much we've got mm. quoted three grand for it Um, so we're like yeah sorry mate I can film out the fucking front of my house before I film outside of that for $3,000 <laughs> um, we went to the balcony of this wedding venue at Cropley House Um, great little balcony um uh, three thousand dollars, and we're like, sorry, mate. Like, we're filming a max of three hours. I'm not paying a thousand bucks an hour to use a fucking balcony I can make. Or, sorry, I'm not using a fucking exterior which I can just use a fucking stock f- footage if I have to. I'm like, this is fucked. Anyway, so we're like, okay, what do we do now? Um, me, Lexi, and James all had a call as well, and we talked about how. We're, actually, no, I'll get to that after. We talked about location and stuff, but um. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, so then we, yeah, we started inquiring to this place and getting like the quotes back, which I was telling you. Uh, we heard back from the boutique hotel, uh, the boutique hotel, which was our big one, Castle Ray, so the ballroom yep. and uh, the hallway. Um, and we thought it might be a bit more because of the hallway, like double locations. Um, and um, just as nice as the people were in that showed us around was the price, which was fucking fantastic. We got quoted three grand, just three. For the ballroom for two days as well as the hallway. Oh, fuck yes. So that is $500 less than what we even thought for two fucking locations, bro. There's the dotted line. Let me sign that. That's, I don't know if that's booked in yet, um, but that's, that's in. So we we, we got the, we got, it's not logistically in, but it's locked in. So we got that for two days as well as the the hallway uh, lobby kind of foyer thing. Um, So that leaves us with, we've got to figure out balcony the exterior and the desert so desert wise we we're talking on the call okay what are we going to do we're not going to nelson's bay um but if, if we still inquired about that they want to charge us a thousand dollars to use the sand dunes which you know i would pay a thousand dollars it was fucking man-made but uh it's not it's natural <laughs> so um i'm not paying a thousand dollars of sand um, did you have to go through like an organization for lexi that lexi did it no idea okay. <laughs> lexi <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i have no idea with that plus we weren't going to nelson's baby we thought we'd just like inquire and see how it is yeah. and um sort of seen james was so funny on the call he's like trying to like ink at us to like 
Let's do gorilla. And but uh, did, didn't want to say, I'm like, James, are you suggesting we go gorilla? He's like, I'm not saying that. And Lexi's <laughs> just there laughing. Um, but yeah, I think the go is Cronulla. Um, but Cronulla, me and Lexi yeah. have a date set up for uh, March the 2nd where we're going to go scout out Cronulla. Um, and then I was like, okay, we got to figure out this balcony. So um, we looked at other places, Airbnbs, like locations, and these places that want to charge us like two, three grand for a fucking balcony. I'm like, this is fucked. So I'm like, what do we do? Um, Dad owns, well, his company like works with buildings around Sydney. So he has a bunch of buildings and stuff. I'm like, Dad, do you have like a terrace kind of balcony roof thing? He's like, yeah, I've got a couple. And he sent me a couple of photos. And one of them looks decent. One of them looks like it could work. So I'm actually going to check that out tomorrow. And if we get that, that's free. So we don't have to pay anything. Another thing for the exterior, I'm like, hmm, what is another workaround I could do? And I'm like, okay, what could pass? I was like, idea. Oak Hill, right? I've used them once before. They have a building called the De La Salle building. Um, Oak Hill College campus. And I text Alexia, I'm like, could this pass as like an exterior for like a late 1800s um, kind of thing? And she's like, fuck yeah, it could. Oh, one million percent. Yes. Yeah. So I emailed them yesterday. Within five minutes, got an email back from the principal saying he's passing it on to the leadership team. Hopefully How good when people get back out. to you straight away. Dude, the principal of the school. And I'm like, bro, I opened it saying like, you guys helped so much with my last film, like to get all these awards. Like it was because mm. of you. I could make my vision. I'm like, I have another proposition for you. And I CC'd my old art teacher in um, as well, which is cool. And um, so they're all helping she, to try and- she? Yep. Was that the premiere? She was. Right? Yeah, no, I remember yeah, yeah. that so was. I, I want to keep her yeah. in the in the loop with everything because, like I said, in in high school, you know, all the art department was like films, not an art, and even though I'd keep doing film for every essay, and you know, and she was the one that kind of backed me, and she's yeah. one of the main reasons why I'm still doing what I'm doing because if That's I wasn't moving, able man. to do that, yeah, it's, yeah. it's cool. So, and it's then cool she, she replied as well. She's like, "Thank you so much for keeping me in the loop. Like, or hopefully now that I'm in this email chain, I can help make it work." I'm very proud of you like we'll definitely catch oh, up bless. and she's like i want to come say g'day on the film set so i was like yeah look we only need like a max of three hours and um so that's still compromising and uh free so hopefully that <laughs> means that we can get a spare 1500 from our already location budget to go somewhere else nice. in the film. well done so that's what locations are looking like at the moment um still yet to lock in most of them except the boutique hotel which is locked in which is the main one now we talked about with James and Alexa, we had a call about timing, what we're going to do for these days. It's looking like a four-day shoot, right? Okay. So how this is looking is... Is that downstairs? It's downstairs. Yeah. So how this is looking, we have the boutique hotel for two days, mm-hmm. right? I think we're gonna, we, I think we might do that. I can't remember if it was first or last, but what? how this is looking... So this is all in the first week of June. We have two days, a break, and then two days. That's how my shoot's looking. So a nice. break in the middle, which is good. can't remember if we're starting with the ho- boutique hotel or finishing with it. But on those two days, what how it's going to work is on the first day of the boutique hotel, we are going to be doing... So we have all day, right? And we're going to be rehearsing for most of the day. And by the time, I think it's like 7 o'clock or something when the sun sets in winter, um, we'll be shooting everything, right? Nice. But on the first day, we'll be shooting with all the extras, right? And this is to save on budget. On the second day we're going to be shooting all the close-ups and all the parts that don't need the extras, which saves us on budget for catering for the next day. Because on that first day, there's going to be 70-plus people on set. 
So with Including costumes, crew? makeup, yeah. Okay. Costumes, makeup, fucking food, everything, right? So James is like, let's do all the extras, all the wide shots, everything on the first day, right? Yep. Smash that out. Perfect idea, right? On the second day, half the day, we're going to do the hallway, right? For half the day. And then at night, because the hallway doesn't, there's no natural light. So you can do it at any time of the day, right? Then at night, we'll do all the shots, all the close-ups and stuff like that. And where we'll only need a couple you know, extras. For yeah. That. Perfect. Saves also saves money on like production design and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I bet. Um, so that's how we're looking. And then we'll have a break and then we'll do, I think we're going to try to do the exterior and the balcony on the same day. There probably will have to be a production move uh, like on the day uh, where we'll have to do say, okay, will come through and they're like, okay, we can do that in the morning. Then we move and we go to where we're doing the balcony scene and we do gotcha. that at night because there has to be a night scene. And then we finish off. Or maybe we start with uh, whatever. That l- l- day left over is the desert scene and we spend all day doing that. Nice. Um, and James and like we're talking about the desert. It's going to be logistically hard to do like I on bet. the sand and stuff like that. So we're also looking for different alternative locations of possibly doing that. Um, maybe like an arid desert kind of I don't know, place that we can possibly find um, around the place where there's not much sand and, you know, we can make the most of the full day because it's going to be a long fucking day, right? And there's a lot One of shots. One thing that I will suggest now, and, like, mm. this is just... Yeah, It's go. not my story. It's like, I, I want you to... Go me, just, go me, yeah. Does it have to be on sand? No, no, not like, at all. Could you find, like, a location that's kind of remote that's what like, yeah that's what i mean yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah i don't yeah. know like this is just it's coming to my head now like a sort of like a bush land thing that's like, what james james is like change it to a fucking bush change it to yeah. a forest i'm like james <laughs> you don't see many forests in egypt buddy True. i'm like yeah i'm trying it needs to look like egypt and that's like i i think worse comes to worse as well i'm gonna just have to change the location yeah um to something i'm only uh, saying this to you like for logistic reasons yeah no 100 percent, bro and like that's what we're thinking of as well um also i've taken out the horse and carriage from the script because budget reasons i bet and uh, there's other two things how we're going to do this so we're going to transition from the first scene to the second scene from Egypt to London through a match cut through the photo, which I always had plans and stapler instead, effect, yeah, the stapler <laughs> effect, you know it, um, and have him hold the photo up, right? Match cut. Well, it's like in the guy's pocket in the desert, but then a match cuts to the photo in real time. And originally he was in the horse and carriage, but now I'm just going to get it holding up to the mansion, and then he pulls it down, and you get a whole exterior yeah, of the yeah. mansion kind of thing. Or we do like what we we're going to do originally in the shot list and then we'll just CGI the horse and carriage in the background because it's only like for a couple of seconds, mm-hmm. mask out the people in front. Maybe we'll do that. It, it d- really honestly depends on how much money that we raise, right? I bet, yeah. Timing-wise, what we're planning to do, crew. We've locked in all the crew. Oh, um, nice. Pending Tessa with PD. Um, I think she's still yet to read the script. Lauren is locked in for costumes. And Griffiths? she's yeah, Griffiths. Nice. So she's really excited for that. And she's like, 100%, I'm super keen. I love working with you guys as long as I don't have to sew every costume. And I'm like, unfortunately, yeah. Lauren, I'm going to get you to have to sew everything. And she actually took that seriously. She didn't pick up the sarcasm. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, sorry, I won't be able to do it then. I'm like, Lauren, fucking oh, kidding. Like, relax. <laughs> Come on, Lauren. I don't know. So she's, <laughs> no, um, she's good, Lauren. She is, she is, she is. Um, so that's keen. We're good for that. Um, I think I told you. So Jay's going to be doing a behind the scenes yeah. documentary nice. of um, like the whole making Process. of the onset. And yep. at least, you know, I thought 
Number one, I wanted this made. Like, I wanted to do a behind-the-scenes thing anyway. He'll be video videoing, like, he'll be taking behind-the-scenes photos. But it also, I thought, and the reason why I wanted him to do it is because I wanted to spark a little creativity in him. And, like, if he's putting this together exactly how he did, you know, the friend zone, he can still put his own twist on it. He's making his own movie, basically. Mm. I'm like, hopefully this will spark something in him exactly. to get it. So that's what I had in my head as well. I'm good. Like, that's good. You know? So win-win. Helps win-win. you, helps him. Right, like. literally exact same and... Yeah, I'm excited for that. So good. good. Uh, that's that. The whole crew, like I said, is locked in. And then I have. Um, I'll tell you a couple of things that I have. Oh, I have. Film, we're filming the crowdfunding video next Thursday. Thursday. And I was originally going to get. So some of the actors actually agreed to come along and help it. But I was thinking, I'm like. <laughs> I'm pretty tight for time. Me, you, and Lexi both have shit we got to do in the afternoon, mm-hmm. night. So I'm like. <laughs> I want to meet the extras on it. Sorry, the actors on another day. I, yeah. I want to feel like, well, I, well, I'm going to go back home today and redo this kind of, because I wrote a script for the crowdfunding. Yeah. Video. It's like, you know, the play on the 73 Vogue's you know, questions with Vogue. And it's pretty funny. It's pretty cool, but it goes for nine minutes. I'm like, way too long. So I've got to cut it, number one. And um, I, I, want to, I want to get the actors involved, but I don't know if I want, to meet them this way yeah and then right. like without yeah like i don't know so i think i'm gonna get them to do a video and i'm gonna try and get merge that in somehow and still do the 73 questions gotcha. and just have me lexi yourself maybe i'll get dan and ask a couple of the like crew members to come along and yeah fill in those roles i was gonna gotcha. do and like because it's so close it's next week as well that I yeah wanna film it, so yeah, we're doing logistics that. play a part. Yeah, yeah, so. logistics play a massive part of it. So that's that. Um, hold on, let me get up. What else I have to do? Yes, I'm going to check out the balcony tomorrow at one o'clock. Um, crowdfunding, yeah, next week, and then uh, the crowdfunding will kick off in March. Nice, um, which would be cool. Uh, table read I want to also happen uh, I'm thinking either March or April um, all coffee dates and shit will be happening in March like me meeting everybody very nice um, and yeah man that's everything and then a couple things I still got to do I got to figure out so in the script there's this Persian singer and I was talking to Lexi how we're going to be able to do that and she's like you need a person that can already sing and hopefully they have a song of their own that they can sing on set and then we get them put an airport in or something and they listen to it and mouth it as they're on set and we will i don't know whether we're going to play it over a speaker or something and that's how we're going to do that basically um and then we'll get them to we'll just play it over so i've got to find a singer basically um that can sing persian (laughs) um and then yeah and and then i had a stunt that I was thinking of, not thinking of, but like Will falls over and I'm like, is that like a problem? And she's like, as long as he's comfortable with it, we don't need to do anything. Gotcha, okay. But yeah, that is uh, everything. <laughs> a, well, a well-deserved applause yeah, yeah, yeah. in the crowd. So, that is awesome effort, man. That right, is fucking awesome. Yeah, that's fine. a lot. And that, But that's the thing. Mm. You gotta stay busy. You've gotta yeah. get all this shit sorted yeah. to make this a reality and you're smashing yeah, it. Yeah, thanks bro. I think we're both smashing it. And another thing I wanted to bring up is Dan. So he came to us with his script. Oh um, yes. He's, he's updated his script and uh, he's got a good one. He does. We're, 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 we're going to produce it. And um, I actually created a checklist for how things are going to go from here. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I, did I send it to you? I don't think so. All right. So this is how things are looking at the moment. It's going to be pretty tight squeeze to be fair. Um, so, 
February. So all throughout this month, I wanted him to do all the pre-production creative shit. So screenplay, Dan, if you're listening, so screenplay is done. He's going to be logline synopsis, director statement, one page outline, Bible, mood boards, Judith Weston, scene analysis, and character breakdowns. All the fun stuff. Yep. March um, will be all about budget and funding, casting, table reads, crew locked in, location records, and meeting with heads of department. Yep. Right. April. Um, will be so I've set, set these into different uh, things so the first month is creative pre-production March is logistic pre-production April is finalisation pre-production mm-hmm. April will, he'll be finalising shooting schedules shot list storyboards equipment hire locations locked in and finalise everything and he wants to shoot in May <laughs> I think he said he wants to shoot in May yeah granted that he goes to Europe uh, after my yeah he goes shooting. after my, my shoot yeah yeah so Fingers crossed it all works out, but his isn't that big. Yeah. Script. So we should be able to smash it out in two days. Yeah. Um, but I will need your help. 100%. To figure all this shit out. Um, and I think, you know, we get this done, bro. Not only are we helping Dan get his vision created, both me, you, Dan, everybody gets, just gets more experience, bro. More experience, exactly. more credits, everything. It's all about getting experience, networking, and, you know, as many sets as we can get our hands on. Amazing. That's all the better. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm keen. I'm excited for literally everything yeah. that's happening. I was just like thinking about it. I was like, 2023. Fucking massive. Years, years are long, but man, we're busy say like and it'll then, probably be a quick year. Yeah, bro. So we'll be super busy with Dan as well. And, um, you know, especially when my stuff is ramping up over these next couple months and as yours kicks off into like animation where you don't really, you're not really that hands on, I will need your help sometimes. Yeah, 100, 100, 100. Load and yep. shit like that. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so that's Always it, Always a phone call away, buddy. I appreciate that. <laughs> and then hopefully 30s at the end of the year as yeah, well. Yeah, so. cool. All righty, Austin. So our last uh, segment of this podcast is the dependent variable. And it's called the dependent variable because just like in a science experiment, the dependent variable is the variable that changes and this topic changes every week. Austin, what is our quick little topic that we're going to wrap up this podcast with today? So we did it a couple weeks ago. I say that. Months ago, months actually, ago, yeah. we did the Marvel vs DC debate. We did, yeah, but yeah, today yeah. we're doing a redux of it because uh-huh. I look at it now and conversations I've had with you boys, couple mm. of people at work, and um, my girlfriend. We yep. have spoken about like, has Marvel fallen off? Yeah, and could this uh, redux of DC be? Oh. The saving of the superhero movie genre. And the reason why I say that is because growing up, Marvel was my escape. Like, that was my, like, that was my light at the end of the tunnel. That was the thing that was just an escape. And that's the thing I loved. And, you know, I grew infatuated with it because I didn't know much about it. And then I was learning stuff, did the research and everything like that. And it was just exciting when I didn't know much. But now I just think they're a bit full of themselves. Mm. They're just. Like they know they're a juggernaut and I just think that the stuff they're putting out, they're just doing quantity over quality. Mm. And I was like, okay. no quality so anymore, man. in terms of, um, you know, everything they've put out recently, bar a few, I've just yeah. despised. Like I just... Did you see the reactions for Ant-Man and the Wasp? I have it because I'm avoiding everything, so don't say anything. I'm, I'm not going to say anything, man. I'm going into Ant-Man tomorrow with my expectations through the floor. Like Same I don't bro. really like have high hopes. And the thing is, it's going to be like the thing for me if I, like, I'll always watch their stuff. Me too. But like, just just there's not that hard to get excited. Exactly. Like with all the old projects, like the Infinity Saga, I was excited for every single thing that came out. 
Now I'm kind of just like, I don't really care. They fucked it with Disney Plus. Yeah. Everything, like, I I remember being excited for the series mm. that they were putting out. So WandaVision came out and I was like, it's good, but just something's missing. And mm. then the next, I'm pretty sure it was Falcon Winter Soldier. I was mm. like, okay, but something's yeah. missing. And like, none then of them have been like. Loki was great. Loki yeah, was great. It just, it still felt like something was missing though. And we haven't touched on the event that hopefully this movie yeah, will touch yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, then everything else, I just like I'm playing a waiting game, and again I say quantity over quality. Mm. And so the thing is, I'm kind of losing my faith in Marvel, and just not getting as excited mm. as I used to because now that DC has done a redux, and I've always been Marvel over DC mm. to a degree. I know nothing about DC, yeah. so the facts that like the like. For example, the Flash trailer that Ooh. came out, that was awesome. I watched it because I don't know what any of it means. Yeah. So I'm going like, what's this? What's that? What's that? So I'm going in with like Let's a- Let's talk about that for a second. Let's do it. The Flash trailer, fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, yeah. It had no right to be that good. And especially with everything that's going on with that movie, it's been in fucking production hell. Oh, everything yeah. that's happening with Ezra Miller, we don't need to talk about that. But like, it was just so refreshing to see, man. And like, Keaton's back as Batman, mm, bro. Yeah. Yep. And the- Yeah. I'm Batman. Yeah, exactly. Oh, chills. <laughs> the, the thing is, is like I watched that trailer because I was I don't normally watch trailers, mm. so I was like, all right, I know nothing about mm. it. Let's just watch it. And then I yeah. saw like how good it looks. I'm mm. like, all right, cool. Like you've seen, yeah. The thing, like the the story, it could be telling me, yeah, in the trailer. I don't know what it means, so I'm going in kind of cold turkey. Do you know the Flashpoint paradox? Do you know what that is? Isn't that the reset of everything. So it's it's a comic book storyline that they've adapted on the TV show, and right. it's one of the biggest, most famous comic book overall stories of all times. The Flash uh-huh. goes back to save his mother, but then if you fuck with the past, you fuck with the future. Yeah, right. goes back, everything's different. Tries to change it again, and everything's fucked up. Right. Yeah, right. And the thing about this movie, so it's hard to get excited, especially for movies such as Shazam and the new Aquaman come out. <laughs> Shazam looks dog. Yeah, shit, I know it man. does, but it's also like is a redundant now because we know this the the universe is going to get reset yeah right? but the thing about this flash film it's equally as important to watch because this is the film that's resetting everything yeah so by the end of this movie we will be in the new dc universe. well that's that's the main thing so yeah. the reset i'm excited for yeah. because obviously dc has been a mess up yeah, until yeah. james gunn's come on to correct the ship yeah and the thing is is like i said yeah twice now that i don't know anything about yeah. dc as a whole I'm just keen to get enthralled with a new story a new and hopefully it yeah. follows a coherent- A new continuity. Story. Yeah. yeah. So the thing is, and then like I'm hoping to have that superhero spark, spark reignited. Re- exactly. <laughs> I was about, you took the words out of my mouth, but like I'm yeah, literally yeah, hoping yeah. to have that. And like, I feel like, and like the thing is I don't want to get my hopes up in case yeah. it's not, but like I'm hoping that this- gets me that excitement back yeah, for superheroes and I get obsessed with it again and yeah, I get like sure. that Marvel feeling yeah. that I had with all the old films mm. like because superhero movies are always going to be a part for of my sure. life like I'm like I said I'm going to continue to watch exactly, Marvel but like exactly. yeah I just want something to reignite that spark and I hope this refresh does that it and it will it's new storytelling and bro if guardians are anything to go off james gunn will bring the emotion the laughter yep. the you know making some of these characters that we know nothing about household names exactly like the commando creatures or commando crawls i don't know fucking what like that video like, i watched the other day of the slate and yeah, the slate, I like, yeah. Oh, i don't know these ca- like i don't know right i don't know so yeah it's a booster gold do you know who booster gold oh bro He's a cock. Like they've been wanting to make a booster gold thing for ages. But even the Green Lantern series, yep. like that's it's like 
they pitched it as what fucking true detective in space. Like fuck yeah, count me in. Yeah, hundred percent. Like insane. Out of the whole slate, what are you most excited for? I can't remember the characters now. Batman: Brave and the Bold, Superman: Legacy, Green Lanterns, the Game of Thrones kind of Themyscira. I'm just keen to see it. See really, it just it's yeah. kind of get lost in a story again. Of course, man, and like, and I'd like just please do this, <laughs> please link. That's like, what they're doing, and that's uh, what they're concentrating on. They're linking games, animation, and in real life. Because and the people that voice the animation are going to come into good. their real life. Because yeah. I feel like. What worked for Marvel so well, and this is what, and like I could be totally wrong in saying this, but I feel like if I was at the head and I was doing a structure, I would want everything to link because that's what people love. get on board with. For that's sure. what they love. They love a continuum. Commi- they love a commitment. Exactly as well, right. Bro. So then the thing is, the reason why the Infinity Saga worked so well, in my opinion, was because it was coherent since Iron Man all yes. the way up to Endgame. 100%. And then now I. I want to, I want another story from DC that I can follow, follow and yeah. like it all has a massive it's climax. Leading up, yeah. Because now I just feel like Marvel's just putting stuff out, just for sure, doing this, doing that, doing that. And DC, I please take me on a journey. Exactly. I really want to do this again. And like, the thing with James Gunn as well is like, yeah, you'll get those connections, and yeah, it will lead up to a climax. But James Gunn can tell a story that's individual mm-hmm. as well. Exactly. And I think that's something that Marvel doesn't do too well because I think with all these TV shows, they're not telling a start-finish story. They're telling a story that starts, which leaves it open for another thing. And I think that's the rabbit hole that Marvel have gone down is they've reached this point where now they're only telling stories with open-ended like endings or stories which, you know, only work with cameos. They're not telling stories that have a finish. And we just kind of exist with the characters. We exist with them, man. It's, and it's like, it's so fucking exhausting. It, yeah. And having a central viewing as well, like having to watch this. Like, for example, I saw fucking Captain Marvel will be a central viewing for the new Secret Invasion story coming up. And it's like... Don't fucking do that. Do like be able to tell your own story and like you don't have to rely on this, that, and the other. Like mm. I don't know. I, I'm super excited for this new DC slate. And, and that's the thing. I know that you're more DC yeah, because you grew up with that. It's not even that. Like I'm equally I love them both equally as much as I grew up with DC. So the thing that I'm excited for, it's not that I prefer one or the other. It's now the things that I've grown up with are getting done justice. Yeah. Yeah. Lit justice. Yeah. So <laughs> It's uh, it's exciting to see what they do with it. And James Gunn, man, I, I wouldn't fucking trust anybody else as much as I do with James Gunn in the position that he's in. Yeah. And um, I'm looking forward to like, like I said, like Batman: Brave and the Bold. They're introducing Damian Wayne, who's my favorite Robin. Well, that's he's the, something the little, I'm excited. He's for. the little assassin kid that you see in all these animated movies. He's a smart ass. And do you know you what know? I'm most excited for? What? And you know me when it comes to films. Yeah. Is when it's dark, violent, mm. and um, you know my action yeah, sequences. Yeah, for sure, man. So I'm hoping that there's at least a couple of DC projects sure. that have that to a degree because I've always said that DC yeah. is dark. Mm. Let it be dark. Yeah, for sure. So I'm hoping that some of those notes hit as well. well but I'm got, keen to just see the new world. I think the things that might like go with you the best is definitely the uh, Paradise Lost, which is this TV show coming about about 
coming out about Themyscira where Wonder Woman's from, right? But before Wonder Woman's time, it's kind of like a Game of Thrones yes. thing and that's based on Themyscira, like the world of Themyscira, like the, the, the land of the Amazon women and the warriors and stuff. I think that's going to be fucking Good. incredible. I think Batman Brave and the Bold you will really connect with as well. Like that's a famous like storyline as well. And if it's going off the animated like TV show as well, that's going to be nice and dark and stuff. You got Swamp Thing, which was, will be like this horror kind yep. of genre. Like all, you're getting a mix of all these genres and you got Booster Gold who's at the other side of the genre spectrum, like comedy and stuff like that. And then you got Green Lantern, which is like a space detective drama thing. And then Superman, which is like another genre in itself. Like it's, um, it's really exciting. I have a question. I think we're going to end the podcast on this question. Like you answer and I answer. If there was one director that you would want to direct any of these films or tv shows or you want to see a director come in or you want to see a specific actor give me a dc character give me a director and give me an actor okay from your knowledge of dc characters that's that's a tough one and this can include elseworld projects which are the projects that are not in the dc slate like joker or, you know rob Pattinson's batman or like any of yeah, these coming out. Yeah, okay. Mm, that's, a, that's a bit of a tough one because I, I don't really know DC. Mm -hmm. So then with that comes into play like themes, mm -hmm. directors mm -hmm. and actors because there's obviously like a couple you want to see at the helm. And like one thing that excites me is like James Gunner said, we're trying to look for a project that Ben Affleck can be at the helm of. I fucking hope he's at the helm of. Batman Brave it, and the Bold. So that's the thing. Like if I was to go with one just because of my little knowledge, it would probably be Batman to direct a character he's played. Ooh, Ben Affleck, director of Brave and the Bold. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and to hit, the thing is that they just need to hit themes. Who would you have play Batman? Who would I have played Batman? Mm. I feel like we need to separate Affleck. So Affleck yeah, just direct yeah. it. Actor for Batman. I've got a couple in mind, but I'll let you do. Mm, the one name that's coming out to me at the moment that I feel like could match it. Mm. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Ooh, okay. I don't think you have a lot of time, especially if he's going to be the next James Bond. Yeah, that's the thing is there's that. I've got a couple for you. You tell me what you think about this. Yeah, please. One person I'm that I, I that. had off the top of my head. Jensen Ackles, yeah, Ooh, um, good. He's good voiced bet. Batman yeah. a lot of the times. Oh, good, bet. So. good. He'll be good because they're looking for like a younger kind of Batman. You could go Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm -hmm. Imagine that Jake Gyllenhaal is Batman, fucking Affleck directing. <laughs> Damian Wayne get fucking on like Timothy Chalamet. Or yeah, far out. Like who? I'm just like I'm having a like I'm stunned. And like in that Bra Brave and Bold, you'll have probably. Uh, Jason Todd is probably dead by the Joker because that's what happens in the comics. Um, you have Nightwing somewhere in there, Batgirl, you know, fuck. Because they said they'll introduce the Bat family. You can have Nicholas Holt as Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Hamm, if you want to go for an older kind of Batman. Bradley Cooper, nah, I don't like that one. But my, my pick would probably be Jensen Ackles. Yeah, very good pick. Very good. Yeah, yeah. I'd... Well, how about you? I, I asked you the question. So, <sighs> Affleck to direct Batman, Brave and the Bold. Um, and... Jensen Ack uh, who would you go? Yeah. Come on. Just think of actors. Think of actors. Think of actors. Just one. Just a young person coming up. Would you go Jim Hall? Ooh. What's um Oh, what's fucking Hangman's name from Top Gun? Oh. 
Oh, oh, Glenn Powell. That guy. See, I, I, if you were to ask me the exact same question, I was actually going to say that. I was going to say but Glenn Powell for Booster Gold. Okay, okay. And he's been, so do you, you probably don't know about Booster Gold, right? So he's a loser from the future that comes back in time using future technology to make himself a superhero in the past. Right. Just because they've got advanced technology in the past comes back and okay. he's like this cult classic. He works a lot with Blue Beetle. I don't know if you know who Blue Beetle is, but he's funny. He's funny. He's like a douchey dickhead, funny character. I would say Booster Gold. They're doing a TV series, but Booster Gold with Glenn Powell. I think it's Glenn Powell, right? as Booster Gold. Okay. And he actually expressed interest in Booster Gold. Ah, good. Yeah, it is Glenn Powell. Good. Because he he's, he's, he kind of gets typecast as that kind of dickhead yeah. kind of thing. Um, well, yeah, I reckon my pick would be Affleck directing Powell as Batman, <laughs> although, like, he's expressed interest in <laughs> yeah, Booster. Yeah, yeah. But, like, just my not... Like no knowledge of it, like yeah. that'd be that'd be my pick. It kind of looks like Booster. <sighs> so I would go Glenn Powell as Booster Gold. Yep. Director. Oh fuck! Director's a hard one. Uh, for Booster Gold as well, you want comedy, but you want a good director as well. I would go. Hmm. Let me search up some directors. Uh, for Booster Gold, it's a TV series, so you would have to have a maybe direct a couple episodes, some show. Mm. Oh, I'd love a fucking Gareth Evans on DC. Mm. You know what? Booster Gold. Mm. Fuck, this is a hard one. Because, <laughs> you know, directors uh, only. Fuck it. <laughs> Ryan Johnson. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Oh, I don't know. Ryan Johnson does his own little thing, but I feel like Ryan Johnson's comedy matches Booster Gold and just the, the camera movements and shit that he does, his, his staging is very Booster Gold-like. Nice. Fuck it. Ryan Johnson show running Booster Gold with Glenn Powell as Booster Gold. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. There you go. Well, then I think that just about wraps it up, but I'll put, put the, let's put the question out to the listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who send us in, yeah. yeah, who do you think and send it to us on Instagram and we'll mm. feature it on next week's episode. Mm and get that discussion going. Yeah. But let us know your thoughts on DC versus Marvel. What debate. about Scott Atkins as like actor or director of Batman or anything like that? Maybe Stunt Coordinator. Gareth Evans and Scott Gareth Atkins together is my dream. Anyway. Gareth, is Gareth Evans, did he do Rogue One? No, no, no that's no, Gareth that's, Davis. Yeah. Mm. Gareth Evans did both the Raid films yeah, and right. Gangs of London. But anyway, okay. um, putting it out to you guys, let us know your thoughts on the new Marvel vs. DC debate and if you're keen Gareth for Edwards. what's coming. Yep. Yes. And we will talk and feature it on next week's episode. So oh, yeah, guys. with and that being said, what are we going to do? We're going to tie a bow. But before we do that, as yes. the bow's been tired, tied, Josh, they want to know where to find us. Exactly right. right. Oh, okay. Well, if you want to watch and listen to this podcast, you're probably listening on one of these platforms, Spotify, uh, Apple podcasts, YouTube for the pre-production meeting in full. Uh, you want us on TikTok, Instagram, get a little clips, uh, little teasers for upcoming episodes, the pre-prod pod at the pre-prod pod. And uh, yeah, we're the one and only true pre-production <laughs> podcast. Um, nobody else, no matter how many followers they have. Uh, this is the original. Just have a look at the date exactly. we started. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. done before that person. So, <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. That's it. So and now the tie, the little bow tie has yep. been tied together. Yes. So with that, we're going to place it on this episode and get out of here. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.